Now we have the people who have fear of Allah, al-khashi'een. And now their description is being given. Number one, الَّذِينَ يَظُنُّونَ أَنَّهُمْ مُلَاقُ رَبِّهِمْ And number two, وَأَنَّهُمْ إِلَيْهِ رَاجِعُونَ These are the people who, have, who are thoroughly convinced. Uh, this is a, you know, dhanna is a difficult word to talk about in Arabic because in English there is no literary equivalent. Uh, one of the names of Arabic is Lughatul Abdad. What that means is the language of opposites. It's the language of opposites. And you would say, well, every language has opposites. What's so special about Arabic? In Arabic, the crazy thing is there are some words that mean their own opposite too. <laughs> so they, they'll have a word and they can use it for one meaning and they can use it for the exact opposite meaning. So this is, you know, ism al-dhid. This is the, the ism, the noun that has the opposite inside of it. And this some argue, some linguists argue that this is because of the contradiction of Arab life. For instance, they lived in the desert. Which the desert by definition is death. But for them it is their life. So th- their life itself is a kind of contradiction. The snake, snake uh, a snake is a symbol of death. You know, when you see a snake, pretty much you should think, I'm gonna get killed. You know, but the word for snake is hayya. Which is literally the word for life also Because it's moving in the, des- in the stillness of the desert So they have these words that have duality in meaning Same thing the case with the word vanna Vanna in Arabic, one meaning of it is That's the, that's the popular ma'roof meaning is to assume Or to have an assumption that's not based on any conviction But at the same time, vanna also means to have the strongest possible conviction <laughs> It's, the, it's both meanings at the same time. Here it's the latter meaning that's being used. Those who are thoroughly convinced, they are absolutely convinced, they have the strongest unflinching conviction, أَنَّهُمْ مُلَاقُوا رَبِّهِمْ That they are to meet with their master. And this, the use of a noun here, you know, in English I don't have a choice but to use a verb, and I say they will meet their master, or they are going to meet their master, or they are ones to meet their master. But mulaq is the one who meets, it's, an, it's a noun. And what this alludes to is that they are convinced this is one of the this is the in, uh, a fixed part of their life. There is no way around it. They will have to meet their master. And it is only to him that they that they will be returned. Now that this first passage is done, you can call this first passage positive reinforcement for Bani Israel. There are two kinds of reinforcement, right? You know this if you have children. There's positive reinforcement and there's negative reinforcement. Allah began with them with positive reinforcement. You should fear, you should thank Allah, thank, thank Him for His favors, establish prayer, etc. He gives them a list of things that they should do and should return to.